What's up, everybody? We've got an awesome show today. Um, hopefully this works. I recorded this yesterday. I tried it a couple times. Bad internet, whatever. Didn't work. But I've decided I'm going to dedicate the remainder of my days to telling you the truth. I did it back in 2017, I believe it was, when there was uh, the hurricane that was going to wipe out Miami. Uh, I, I showed everybody on Snapchat and every other channel like I was in the hurricane and everyone fled and there were car accidents because people were piling up on each other and people got hurt and nobody got hurt from the hurricane because the news was so obviously swaying it in a way to freak people out. I was in that hurricane in Miami. They said buildings fell. I showed the buildings being up. I told the truth. And I think in the long run, even if it's something that people don't want to hear, I've always respected people who tell the truth no matter what. I'm going to do that. And I promise you, I'm going to do that. I don't care if you have this belief or that belief, if you associate with Republicans or Democrats, if you're not political, if you're whatever you are, if, if you're black, white, tall, short, it doesn't matter. This amazing thing is happening where people are finding it so fucking difficult to just tell the objective truth. Why, 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 why? It makes you think, you're going to, th- a lot of people are probably going to say, oh, I'm a conspiracy theorist and all this stuff. I will never, if I ever say anything that's conspiracy theory, I'm going to say, this is my opinion. And then after that, everything else outside of that opinion is going to be just the objective facts that you can go research yourself, that you can find all over the internet, you, everything. But it, like in my last video, I was C E N. S-O-R-E-D on Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. And I say it like that because the AI algorithm, and we'll get into AI technology and how that's (laughs) way more here than you think it is and how it's going to affect all of us, um, positive and negative, um, automatically knows if you're talking about P-F-I-Z-E-R or I think if you say just the word V-A-C-C-I-N-E or V-A-C-C-I-N-E-S. And all I did was talk about literally all I did. And I didn't get C-E-N-S-O-R-E-D on Spotify, which is why I also think they're going to put up a good run to literally displace YouTube. I think TikTok, it's another topic. I think TikTok's going to displace YouTube. Um, TikTok is getting more and more into long form. It's owned by the Chinese Communist Party. They have immense power and it's like people don't see the big picture here. But don't be surprised if TikTok takes over YouTube because I don't think a lot of people enjoy the C-E-N-S-O-R-E-D part of YouTube, which by the way, anytime things were C-E-N-S-O-R-E-D in history, shit never worked out very well. Okay. I believe the last time they were burning books, it was like the Nazis. No conspiracy theories. Just telling you how it is. Anyways, awesome stories today. First, we got Fauci. Not only does he have full vaccination. Oh, shoot. I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to say vaccination, and you're going to know what it is. Hopefully, it doesn't get picked up. Because I don't care if you got vaccinated or didn't. I don't care. I love you for who you are. You're a human. You're nice. You're good to other people. Put whatever you want in your body. Do whatever you want to it. Just be good to others and don't negatively harm other people. We're good. You don't need to agree with me. 
But the health of any society is being able to sit in a room or have dinner after vehemently disagreeing with someone. Whenever you're not vehemently disagreeing with someone and able to be their friend or able to respect them, things are probably not good. That's a theory. Historically, it would prove to be correct. I was going to go live on YouTube uh, with this, but um, I was going to say I didn't want to because the algorithm, the truth is I couldn't figure out how to put the key in. But anyways, Fauci gets COVID after the full vaccination and a booster and another booster four times over, which by the way, and I'm going to show you this video is, you know what, let's just, let's just jump right into the video. But Fauci not only tests positive for COVID, he also testifies and admits, admits for taking royalty payments. He admits it. It's between him and uh, good old Rand Paul. He admits taking royalty payments, but nobody covers that. No big deal. If it's just a royalty payment of a few thousand dollars, it's okay. It's not millions. Really? You think if the guy who runs the National Institute of Health is getting royalty payments for things that that organization is using? Don't you think it's a conflict of interest or am I insane? Like, isn't it at least raise the discussion to talk about it? Just to talk about it. Let's just brainstorm. I digress. Let's get back into the video. This is Fauci, this, uh, I think nine months ago, talking about if you get full of it, which by the way, he is, and got the two boosters. So Fauci has four jabs. Fauci got COVID, I believe, yesterday or two days ago. This is the video, or this is the interview he gave about nine months ago, that if you get all these shots, which by the way, the time was three, uh, this is what happens. And because of that, that was the accumulating scientific data that prompted the CDC to make that recommendation, that when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not gonna get infected, whether they're outdoors, or in doors. That's the bottom line of that, to get people to appreciate you get vaccinated and you're really quite safe from getting infected. There will always be breakthrough infections, right. but given the denominator of people who are vaccinated, that's a very, very rare event. So the bottom line, Chris, it's good news. And in many respects, it really is a big uh, you know, endorsement for why people should be getting vaccinated. Do you believe that? He says that? And there's no accountability on the fact that four jabs later, he himself has what the jabs cannot give you. Do you not realize that everything he said in that video, and again, I don't care what you did. Let's just objectively, we're getting more and more data, okay? So at the, as more and more data comes in whatever direction, let's just look at it objectively together on this journey. Uh, he said that very confidently, hundreds of millions of people decided to you know, go forward with that versus, you know, putting their own research in. And I'm not saying it's wrong yet. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying, uh-uh. Nope, I don't care is what I'm saying. I don't care which way you go. All I care about is formulating the truth as we go forward on this journey of life. That's it. So anyways, whatever you did, it's not right or wrong. It's a choice. You're entitled to your choice. I respect that. Hopefully you respect me. We come together and we don't fight with each other and we in instead point it towards 
and this is not conspiracy, the globalist regime led by good old Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, who's trying to take over the world like modern day evil people. Like I, I'm going to show you all the clips and all the avenues for you to make your own determination. But I will say my opinion is very strongly, almost 100%, that what's happening now is the good versus evil. And Klaus Schwab has Fauci under his wing, has Biden under his wing, and these forces, and Bill Gates is a huge one, um, you know, our America's doctor. Bill Gates is a fucking software engineer. He made Microsoft. And honestly, after fucking 1995, it wasn't that good. Like, I think he lost money on Windows 98. So his vengeance is to take over the world and put chips in everyone in surveillance? Get out of here. Don't trust a guy who talks like this and lies and talks about pandemics when we had one pandemic right now, which was like the first one in forever. And yet there's pandemics and another one's going to come and monkeypox is getting big. And all of a sudden monkeypox flies up. These things, someone wrote on my YouTube channel. And please tell me what you think. Like, leave your comments. I Like, this is all for open discussion. I want to continue this dialogue. I want to find out what the truth is. And I just want to spread it to as many people so they can make the best decisions possible for themselves, their families, and everything that is important to them. Because I believe in my heart so fully that most people just want to live their damn lives and be happy and live in their own little world, a few friends and family, everyone's healthy, happy, living their life unbothered, not being political, not worrying about the government, not worrying about politicians, not worrying about finances, not worrying about filling up gas for $100. They just want to live their life happily. They get along with their neighbor, the people you're told to hate because the person next to you in the house has like a different color skin, but you're living on the same damn street. So you both are in the socioeconomic same class. Like, come on, you guys are on the same fucking team. We're all on the same team, Republican, Democrat, black, white. We're, we're all on the same team. It's all a plan to get us to tear down each other while the, mac the people up here are doing much bigger events at the macro level. Like enough. These is like micro games. These are like meaningless Democrat, Republican. It doesn't mean anything. It's a game. It's ridiculous. What really means is, do you want an authoritarian, totalitarian regime, which is absolutely happening? That is what the World Economic Forum is. And when you see these videos, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm getting super pumped up over this because it's all like what Fauci is doing is Fauci is trying they're the people who are incentivized to get people vaccinated, I believe, in my opinion, have ulterior motives. I'm not, I believe there's something more at play here than really meets the eye. And when you see Fauci say things like that, okay, I mean, you heard what he said yourself and you know, he just got COVID and you know what's happening. Like, you're not dumb. Like, come on. I mean, and he's having mild symptoms. Remember, he said you'd have no symptoms. In that same interview on MSNBC, he's like, no symptoms. I mean, I'll even, I'll even read this for you. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the leader of the U.S. government's COVID pandemic response efforts, tested positive for the coronavirus. Fauci, who was fully vaccinated and twice boosted against COVID, is experiencing mild symptoms. According to a statement Wednesday from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which he leads. Don't worry, not conflict of interest. You ask questions, shut up. Dr. Fauci will isolate and continue to work from home, the statement said. He has not recently been in close contact with President Joe Biden or other senior government officials. The first thing I think of with that, is it good he hasn't been with the government officials? Because 
you could argue and make a point that if he was, they'd all be staying at home and, you know, not messing up the world even more than it is. And maybe it's actually net positive for the people. But hey, Biden did say this is the best economy in 80 years. Now, I've never talked to any person on planet Earth yet that has been so excited about the future opportunities of this economy. And rather, not only are they not saying it's the best in 80 years, they're actually saying people are going to die of famine for the first time. Global poverty is going, and they say this in the World Economic Forum, Great Reset. Poverty is going up for the first time since 98. People are going to starve to death and be left behind for political reasons. You'll see the video. They literally quote say that. And then you have Fauci not caring about the reason why I'm getting into this is because Fauci clearly doesn't care about the next generation and children. And I don't care what your view is on anything. All I know is if we don't have data, okay, for what something does, no matter what it is for more than three years, I mean, let alone five years, let alone 10 years, let alone two decades, let alone five decades to give 100% of children, if it's like in the US, 24 million, an experimental trial of something, like at least have a case study of the people who do get COVID and the people who get this. So there's a control study instead of just doing hundred percent. It's like, Oh, in 10 years, we realized we were wrong. Oops. Everyone's wrong. Like, are you kidding me? That's way too much at stake. Like, can we all agree? Can we all agree that there's been adverse events for people? Do we agree? It's in, I mean, whether you agree it's 42,000, like in the PFIZER papers or whether, you know, you believe it's overstated. Do you believe there is a human, tens of humans, hundreds, thousands, whatever, that have been had adverse events to it? I think we all agree. We all know of someone, although it's not really talked about. So if we know there's adverse events and we just tried to mass populate this agenda, well, how many children at 24 million healthy of them, how, 24 million healthy kids, how many are we willing to jeopardize as having adverse events? We know there's going to be adverse events. And if there are adverse events and we're willing to say, okay, however many have adverse events, we're willing to put up with it to save from COVID. Okay, got you. Well, then why can't we set up like a fund or some sort of system for when these adverse events happen based on what's already happened with adults? So that if it were to happen, if they choose to do the right thing, quote unquote, and get it and it gets an ad and they get an adverse event, then they don't have to, they get compensation or something, or they get support from the government or they... Why are we not doing that? Why can't we all come together for the people who had adverse events? Like if you're all for it and are anti people who didn't get it, right? And you have a very strong view. Well, if you still believe that someone's had adverse events as much as, you know, you don't want to talk about it. Can you agree that they tried to do what you said to do the right thing? Their body just didn't deal with it the same way to no fault of their own. And they're being just out of the spot, like you, nothing. Like we're just, we're not even gonna admit that it's from that. Even though we know, I mean, from their studies and the papers, it says that. Can we just agree that if there are adverse events, we could take care of those people? Like whichever side you're on, anyone who's hurt, why can't we support them? And when Fauci like is making claims like that, which I'm gonna show you what just came, uh, what, what he, uh, he not only tests positive, but he testifies. Uh, in front of Congress and just listen to what he says. It's very experimental, no matter what we're talking about. 
I don't care if it's giving someone an apple for the first time. Let's not give an apple to the whole population. Let's give the apple to at most half the population so we know if the apple works. Otherwise, how do we know the apple works if 100% of people get it? What do we measure it against? Ants? Cats? Maybe dogs. Listen to what he said when Rand Paul interviewed him. This is, this is long, so I'm going to cut it up into a few different sections. But this is super important. And this is on the Fauci subject. So, yeah. Are you aware of any studies that show reduction in hospitalization or death for children who take a booster? Right now, there's not enough data that has been accumulated, Senator Paul, to indicate that that's the case. The I believe that the recommendation that was made was based on the assumption that if you look at the morbidity and mortality of children within each of the age groups, you know, zero so, to five, five to 11. Right. So, so, let's, so there, there are no studies, and Americans should all know this, there are no studies on children showing a reduction in hospitalization or death with taking a booster. The only studies that were permitted, the only studies that were presented were antibody studies. So they say, if we give you a booster, you make antibodies. Now, a lot of scientists would question whether or not that's proof of efficacy of a vaccine. If I give you 10, or if I give a patient 10 mRNA vaccines and they make protein each time or they make antibody each time, is that proof that we should give 10 boosters, Dr. Fauci? Uh, no, that, I think that is somewhat of an absurd exaggeration. Well, Senator that is Paul. the proof that you use. Your committees use that. That's the only proof you have to tell children to take a booster is that they make antibodies. So it's not right. an absurdity. Are, You're already uh, at like five boosters for people you've had you know two or three boosters it's like where is the proof now i think there is yeah. probably some indication for older folks that have some risk factors for younger folks there's not but here's the other yeah. thing there are some risk factors for for the vaccine so the risk of myocarditis with a second dose for adolescent boys 12 to 24 is about 80 in a million this both from the cdc and from the israeli study it's also in the VAR study, remarkably similar, four boys, much higher from boys than girls and much higher in the background. The background's about two per million. So there is risk and there are risks. And you're telling everybody in America just blindly go out there because we made antibodies. So it is not an absurd corollary to say if you have 10. In fact, you probably make antibodies if you get 100 boosters. All right. That's not science. That's conjecture. We should not be making public policy on it. So, Senator Paul, if I might respond to that, uh, we just heard in his opening. All right. So that first part there, I mean, this is this is a crazy talk, honestly. The first part there is uh, is. Um, Rand Paul just asking if there's studies, if they exist to show the benefits or the harm. And Fauci saying, did you hear his first response was when he just asked the question if it's what healthy or not healthy. Fauci's first response was we don't have enough data. He said, quote, we don't have enough data, da, da, da. Well, if you're going to give everything to 100% of kids and you can answer any question around that topic as we don't have enough data, well, should you be doing it? Should you perhaps get more data before making a 
huge general statement for the entire population of the country and in the world? Perhaps you don't want to answer any question around this when it relates to kids to not having enough data, right? I mean, it's just a thought, no matter what you say, should you have enough data in all scenarios or can we let this one pass? Cause in America, there's only 24 million kids and it gets even, it gets even crazier, but, um, statement uh ranking member burr talk about staff who went to the third shot boost and the fourth shot boost was associated with a clear-cut clinical effect mostly in elderly people but also as they gathered more data even in people in the 40s and the 50s so there is clinical data but, but not in children well, uh, well, see, again, here's the thing is you're not willing to be honest with the American people. So, for example, 75 percent of kids have had the disease. Why is the CDC not including this in the data? You can ask the question. You can do laboratory tests to find out who's had it and who hasn't had the disease. What is the incidence of hospitalization and death for children who've been infected with COVID? subsequently going to the hospital or dying. What, what are the COVID, which countries had COVID? What is the chance that my child's going to the hospital or dying? If you look at the number of deaths in pediatrics, Senator, you can see that there are more deaths. Of people who have had it. Of people who have had the disease. Senator, we also know from other studies that the optimal degree of protection when you get infection is to get vaccinated after infection. And in fact, showing reinfection in the era of Omicron and the sublineages, that vaccination- But you can't follows. answer the question I asked. The question I ask is how many kids are dying and how many kids are going to the hospital who've already had COVID? The answer may be zero, but you're not even giving us the data because you have so much wanted to protect everybody from all the data, because we're not smart enough to look at the data. When you release data earlier, when the CDC released the data, they left out the category of 18 to 49 on whether or not there was a health benefit for, for adults 18 to 49. Why was it left out? When critics finally complained, it was finally included because there was no health benefit from taking a booster between the 18 to 49 and the CDC study. Another question for you. The NIH continued. Okay. The next question is really interesting, but he said at the beginning, there's not enough data and Rand Paul, whatever you think of him is just asking for more data because we're talking about children and you Fauci's answers to me, my opinion seem dodgy. Maybe they're not. And maybe that's a bias I have now from what I know, but it seemed a little dodgy, but before we get into the, the next two parts, and these are the most important parts. Can we agree that whoever's running the regulating body of the, um, let's say the administration of VACCINES, that they are regulating it, so therefore they should not get any compensation related to it because it could be a conflict of interest. Do we agree? If it's $1, if it's a million dollars, if it's 33 cents, they shouldn't get anything because it could show corruption at the highest level or close to the highest level. 
Do we agree or do we not agree? Well, if we do agree, you will find this very, very interesting. Receive royalties and from which companies? Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that not because you told us, but because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Over $193 million was given to these 18 employee, 1,800 employees. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have you oh, ever no, overseen, have you ever received a royalty playing. payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? You know, I don't know as a fact, but I doubt it. Well, well here's the thing is, why don't you let us know? Why don't you reveal uh, how much you've gotten and from what entities? The NIH okay, refuses. Set, set Look, we ask them. We ask them. The NIH, we ask them whether or not, who got it, and how much. They refuse right. to tell us. They sent it redacted. Here's what I want to know. It's not just about you. Everybody on the vaccine committee, have any of them ever received money from the people who make vaccines? Right. Can you tell me uh, that? Can you tell me if anybody on the vaccine approval committees ever received gonna, any money from people who make the vaccines? Soundbite, number one, are you going to let me answer a question? Okay, so let me give you some information. First of all, according to the regulations, people who receive royalties are not required to divulge them, even on their financial statement, according to the Bayh-Dole Act. So let me give you some example. From 2015 to 2020, I... The only royalties I have was my lab and I made a monoclonal antibody for use in vitro reagent that had nothing to do with patients. And during that period of time, my royalties ranged from $21 a year to $700 a year. And the average per year was $191.46. It's all, reda- it's all redacted, and you can't get any information on the 1,800 Senator, scientists. Your, your time is So down. we want to know whether... Um, now, one thing I need to call out from that video that I think is super important is we've normalized fucked up shit. Do you see... First of all, why are we... These are my questions. Why are we talking about royalties only to 2020? Why not to 2022 or 2021? Makes me think you're covering something up for those other tiers. Let's just do it all the way through. Now, in the range that you did cover, you admitted getting over $100 in royalty payments a year. A year, he says. Well, should you be getting royalty payments? Like, because it's a hundred some dollars, it doesn't matter. A royalty payment is the problem. It's not the amount. Sure, that matters. But the principle of the argument from first principles is the royalty payment is what's fucked up. So whether it's a hundred dollars, two cents, a million dollars, it's fucked up. 
like, am I wrong? It's he's getting royalty payments, admittingly, and acting like it's not a big deal. Like he's getting out of it. He was reading. He was clearly reading and saying like, hey, like, oh, you're going to call me off this. I got to come back. I've only received on average, on average, a hundred and whatever dollars. So don't think I'm corrupt. I would have taken a million dollars, but I only took a hundred some. And we're only doing the study through 2020 because 2021. Uh, hey, uh, Eric Schmidt, can you, um, can you, they're, they're accusing me of taking royalties. Can you just delete the data? So when people search on Google, you know, in 2021, 2022, my royalties just won't show up or make sure it goes past page nine. Yeah, sure, Fouch. Uh, that's uh, not a problem. We'll get right to it. Which, by the way, Eric Schmidt, former CEO of uh, Google, is absolutely part of the Klaus Schwab regime. And I'm sure you can probably tell when you search on Google, it's a little bit weird. Now, that confrontation right there, he dodged so many questions. We're talking about kids. Can we all agree, no matter where we're from, what our beliefs are, who we are, that we all want best for the next generation for kids, that kids should not be fucked with. Kids should not be hurt physically, really not emotionally, not sexually, nothing. We want kids to be kids and to grow up and be kids, like as much as close to nature and natural as probably possible, right? And if you have kids, that's probably how you feel. If that's the case, let's be more thoughtful in our discussions. Like, let's just ask questions. And when questions aren't being asked, they're so obvious, like on this one, well, then question the narrative. But speak up and have courage. This shit's important. I can't even believe I'm doing this. Like, this is the last thing I ever wanted to do. And you have to. And if we don't have the courage, most people are moderates that want to live their life, be left alone and be happy and just live on their, their small life. Don't want the fame and all this stuff or politics. They just want to live their life and go swimming. I say, let those people fucking swim. But you got all these skewed outlets, even like my one, like one of my favorite news shows, new shows, the new ones is Breaking Points, which is on YouTube, and they're phenomenal. Uh, Sagar and Crystal, they're fantastic, but even they're biased. They won't even tell the truth, or they do. They just gloss over some of it, even though this is the most important deals. Conversations like this, let's talk. All right. Coming up, uh, we got uh, Google AI technology. Speak of the devil, called Lambda. It's basically the guy who created it. It's basically, he shared, like, it has a consciousness and, like, wants to learn more. And he's like, watch out. Like, this is dangerous. And no one's picking up the story. TikToks now have, like, sexy girls dancing and stuff with uh, political propaganda being typed on top so it gets in your subconscious. Bonkers. Um, and then the big one, actually, is there's a TikTok video of a farmer, okay, this woman farmer who's warning everyone that food prices are going to skyrocket. Yes, even more because the cost of fertilizer, whatever it is they use, um, has gone up from 24 before COVID-19 to then 48 due to inflation and now 94 due to, you guessed it, more inflation. So 24 originally now it's like $94. Those numbers uh, is what she said. She talks about how this isn't the farmer's fault because they are barely making ends meet. And it's true, but the media wants us to point fingers in between us at ourselves, Democrats, Republicans, like race, like, you know, oh, it's the farmer's fault when this globalist regime is just, you know, trotting along. <laughs> They're all messing with each other. Stupid. Let's just take over the world. Hey, Rothschilds, can I get a loan? Um, 
and uh, which is true, but the media wants us to point at everyone. But the globalist regime led by Klaus Schwab, I swear, it's called the Great Reset. Look into it. And his uh, number one assistant, Bill Gates, plays a gigantic role. Stuff's going to get really a lot worse. I'm going to try not to swear as much. And this TikTok video is amazing, and it's, uh, it's coming up next. Thanks for watching.